It's all about kicking back, relaxing, and enjoying the show. Take the time out of your day to listen to new music and the new sound of radio. Tune in every day, all day, for the greatest hits, latest news, and community events that you can be a part of. MoncoRadio.com, where music and minds meet. Hi everybody, it's Gene Simmons. You're listening to The Kiss Room on Monco Radio, but you knew that. Paul, with Thanksgiving coming up, we need to get a turkey. When's the last time you saw one back here in the woods? A couple of days ago. Hey, look, there it goes! Get the gun! Honey, that ain't no pistol. Uh, Paul, didn't you bring a gun? Honey, that ain't no pistol, that's my... What? Come on, shoot it! That's right, Kiss Army. You wanted the best, and you got it. I am Matt Porter, and you are in the Kiss Room, broadcasting live and worldwide via Monco Radio. I know that many of you are out there are suffering from post-Halloween depression. Some of you have it so bad that you put the letters PhD behind your name. Post-Halloween depression, it is a thing. Some of you are just getting back from the cruise, and you're listening to this as a download. I'm just going to ease you into November. And, of course, I'm going to try and find the right track to just kind of bring you back into the Kiss Room on Monaco Radio where music and minds meet. Always were 
tomorrow Nothing left to say right we're all creatures of the night we're all here live in the kiss room on Monaco radio where music and minds meet i got a full house already bobby you're back yeah bobby's too busy playing on his phone no (laughs) you know well i couldn't talk that loud during my show man i know right we were having to be quiet Frank Galanti is back with his daughters, hey, me, Bella, and Gianna. Members of the family. <laughs> if they want to say hello, if they want to come up and talk into the mic, say hello. 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 Hi. Hi. Nice to see you. Chris Hartman's back. Chris. Hello, hello. And welcome to the Kiss Room for the first time ever, all the way from Cleveland. Cleveland. <laughs> Andrew Scambatti, how are yeah. you? Hey, it is uh, it is awesome to be here. This is stop number one on, on what I'm calling the greatest show on Earth Roadshow. So I'm really excited to be here. So now look, how many hours did you drive today to get here? Today was only six and a half, which is a short drive for me. I, you know, I'm originally from New Jersey, so whenever I drive back home, here to this area, it's usually about seven hours. So today it was only six and a half, and I was actually very excited because I was out very, very late last night. You mentioned you, you, the PhD. I also, right. I also have a PhD, a public high school diploma. So I, I was actually really, really excited. I was really, really excited about that. But no, but no, uh, you know, had had a good Halloween and uh, was so excited to come here for the first time. You know, been a long time listener, but called in a bunch of times. Right. We've done a bunch of shows together. So finally, finally, I'm here in the flesh in the kiss room. And it's always uh, the most be exciting. To actually see people in real life. You're like, he's real. There right. He is. Well, that's the <laughs> fun thing. Well, it was funny because and we were standing here doing Bobby's show, and Bobby says, Do you think that's him looking like Motley Crue coming walking in the yes. door? Yes. So we were laughing, but so now look, you just mentioned it. We're going to kick it right off with the uh, information greatest show on earth. Yeah. Any Kiss fan that, you know, lives under a rock or can't figure out Vimeo might not have seen it but tell us uh, tell us all about it give us the scoop the greatest show on earth well this is this is something that I could only have dreamed of as I was growing up as a kid you know I was obsessed with rock and roll and rock and roll movies growing up and there was never a proper kiss movie I mean we had Phantom of the Park uh, but that was a TV movie but we never had like a Led Zeppelin, Song Remains the Same Style movie on Kiss. And I always wondered why. You know, because this band was the most visual band. You had Bill Coin that was back there. So, um, you know, I went to school a little bit for film and video and that. And that, that's kind of my passion for, you know, the later part of my life. I mean, before I was like playing drums and, and touring and all that stuff. And I didn't have time. So now I, I sit back and I edit and I make movies. So when I realized that, well, no one's edited a Kiss video like this. So why? 
So I'm going to do it. And it's almost two years ago to the day I was driving from New Jersey back home to Cleveland. And I just had my notes app open. I was just like narrating what I wanted a Kiss movie to be. What could it be? What do I have? What could I put in? And I just, I, I was like, well, I'm going to set it in 1977 because that's like the pinnacle kiss. And any Kiss fan that doesn't agree, I'm going to disagree with you. <laughs> because Kiss agrees that's the pinnacle because when they came back, that's what they wanted to replicate. Right. So. I said, oh, I got these three concerts, which ended up being two concerts. You know, I got the the second night to Houston and then the second night at Largo, Maryland, 77, which are both available on Kissology Volume 1. And I implore you to go out and, and purchase that. So I said, I got these two shows. And I was like, well, let's make it sound really cool. Let's make it an experience. Let me take those two shows, mix them together, and sync them to Kiss Alive 2. But I didn't want to stop there either. I go, let me tell the Kiss story throughout this film. And let me tell the Kiss story from the point of view of Kiss. But I didn't want to stop there either. I go, let me do a, you know, a, a grindhouse kind of 70s like intro. Let me take you back to the 70s. And Born From That was the greatest show on earth. Actually, the, the funny thing about the name is I misquoted a Kiss ad. And uh, the Kiss ads from the 70s was the show of shows. And I thought it said the greatest show on earth. So I go, that's what I'm going to call the movie, the greatest show on earth. And then I look back at the ads. I go, oh, man. I okay, It's staying. It's staying. It's staying. So, it works. So anyway, Born From That was the greatest show on earth. So it takes you back to the 70s, to Kiss's heyday. And it gives you a great visual representation of Kiss Alive 2. So we're going to walk through this for a second. Now, look, when you watch it, the first thing that comes up, says coming soon, February 2020. <laughs> All right, so so before we're even into the project, you've already got another project that uh, looks, from the clips, very exciting. Give okay. us an insight into that. Well, so this, let's let's just mention really quickly first that The Greatest Show on Earth did come out October 2018. This is the encore edition. This is the, the souped up version. I right. went back and I George Lucas did. There's no CGI <laughs> Java in this one, but I went back in, I remastered it. We'll talk about that later. Uh, then in the summer, I just released Kiss at Midnight, which was what the Kiss TV special should have been like in the 70s. That's got over 60,000 views. Right. You know, check that out on YouTube, Kiss at Midnight. And uh, so everyone's always like, what are you doing next? What are you doing next? So when I finished the Greatest Show on Earth Encore edition, I had a lot of time before you know the Halloween release date that I said was coming. So I started toying around with ideas. I should do something of that has to do with the end of the road because I did see six shows on the end of the road tour. I shot a bunch of footage, you know, myself. I did a pre-party there. You know, you were involved in that. You right. know, we, we gave away a Gene Simmons vault. Yeah, sure. Donated a bunch of money to a local Cleveland charity. So I have all this stuff on there. So I go, what would it be like to tell the end of the road story, but also tell my story about this crazy Kiss band that I've been into for 30 years? So if you saw Iron Maiden Flight 666, and I know Bobby has. Yeah. And if you saw Iron Maiden Flight 666, this is going to be the Kiss Iron Maiden Flight 666. But it's it's really personal. It's my Kiss story. It's footage of me as a kid and how Kiss affected my life. But it's also going to be set in New York City. So you're going to see some really cool concert footage from Kiss at the Garden in March of 2019. So it's like Flight 666, but you are the pilot. Correct. I like it. This That's is my good. magic carpet. Right. And this is my magic carpet. So I'm the pilot and you know, come on into to my flight because we all can fit on my airplane. And so, it's and it's also free of charge too. So anybody who watches the Encore Edition, that's the first thing is really a teaser for that. Yes. Yeah. And and initially when I was done with the Encore Edition, I didn't even have that teaser up there. I go, I'm gonna make it two separate things. I go, I'm doing a disservice to myself. So right. let me go, let me go back and let me ch chuck this teaser in there. So uh it, it's gonna come out around February twenty twenty. So um, a lot of the stuff is done now. I mean, I found a lot of great stuff from my childhood that people are going to really dig seeing that I've been this this crazy Kiss fan my entire life. So it's just it's just mementos and memories of my life 
you know that that tie in with Kiss. And what I hope to take from this the this note this one uh, one last time is I hope other people do stuff like that too because I want to see other people's footage of them you know opening up Kiss Alive two at Christmas time in 1978. Uh, I, I just want to see those kind of things because it's. People don't understand uh, with Kiss, it's not just about the music. We've lived our lives through meeting other Kiss fans, going to Kiss shows, watching Kiss movies, watching this. So I want to I share my life with people, but I also want to hear their stories about their personal history. Everything's Kiss. Kiss, Miss, well, Kiss, Well, you know, and I think that's one of the things that's changed so much is you figure 1978, like our mom and dad had a, a film camera uh-huh. and it was legit, you know, bzzz, and yeah. you get a couple seconds and yeah. like it was yeah, just yeah. Halloween. So like yeah. I was watching, I have probably all of about six seconds of film, legit mm-hmm. film of us dressed as Kiss. And that's cool. And we're standing there in, in our friend's living room or maybe, no, it might be our own living room. And then we're just, and we kind of just gesture around a little, and that's it. That's all that exists. Now you figure, like, everybody's got, everybody's walking around with an HD camera in their pocket. Jerry's making a documentary he while he's right now. Yeah. It's amazing. <laughs> but, like, when you think about the 70s, there's, you might have, like, a photo or, like, a, like six seconds worth of film. Uh-huh. You know, it's, it's kind photo. of amazing. Right. right. Here, yeah. wait, say, I got to turn your mic on. Right? A bad photo washed out. <laughs> or, and, and it was the right. only one. Like, you know, I have the one that I shared <laughs> up for Halloween, which was us in 1978. It's me and my brother. Brothers, which Anthony is awesome, Phil and our friend Dwayne, and that's like the one really good picture. I love that picture. It's just like you know, Chris, <laughs> you know, and, and we had a lot of aluminum foil. We love that, but the, uh, but I mean, and then it's funny because that's the thing, and and I can't really stress this enough. The thing about watching your movie is it takes you back right from the start. You got the old coming attractions right and everybody's left because we all know exactly what that is and it puts you in the theater in 1978 what's so funny about that music what's so funny about that too is I just watched season 3 of Stranger Things and they use the same yeah, right, one yeah. right. say, but I swear I didn't take it from them it was it's something that I found and I've had in my collection of stock footage for years and years and years but I saw it there I go they used it too yeah. so um, it's it, it's just one of those things that I wanted I wanted you to to suspend your disbelief and I want you to watch this for the 70 minutes and imagine like this could have come out in 1970 1979 and I want that's the best way to to set the stage well I think that really in in a lot of ways also ties back to the fact that you're really digging into nostalgia yeah you know when you watch that stuff 77 78 you know everybody except these young ladies over here that probably weren't alive right because clearly your dad's young but it's one of those things where you sit there and you say <laughs> it brings you back to being 10 He's years old room, dude. <laughs> you think of star wars you know in the theater but again that music triggers you know yeah, yeah, and then yeah. and that's the funny is. thing is then you start thinking to yourself what would it be like Shh. if you had been able to see this yeah yeah, yeah. in 1978 <laughs> So, yeah. I mean, right off the I bat, and then now look, Bobby Dreyer, he can't be quiet. Be quiet for 10 minutes over there. He just never stops talking. But the uh, the funny thing is, like, now, like you said, you've gathered this from footage that we've seen. Yes. But the way that you spliced it together, it makes it feel fresh. Yeah. So, let, let's just let's talk about that for a quick second here. Uh, 95% of the footage that is on the greatest show on tradition it can be found on official kiss releases so what i want you to do is before you enjoy the greatest show on earth on tradition free on vimeo go out and make sure you buy you know kiss alive 2 go out and buy kissology volume 1 volume 2 kiss exposed kiss extreme close up all that good stuff this is a fan edit and this is not a new concept there have been star wars fan films star trek fan films for years and years and years 
And basically, as long as their creators and producers aren't benefiting off of it, the copyright holders or the intellectual property holders have basically said, okay, well, you can do this. Um, and and we're, we're at a point now where technology has come home where you can make a convincing fan film and and not need a million dollars. Right. So maybe in the 80s and the 90s, people were, you know, those copyright holders were trying to shut everybody out, but fan films now are encouraged. There have been Star Wars fan films shown at official Star Wars events and everything like that. So this is just a Kiss fan film. And, you know, I haven't gotten any legal repercussions about it. No one's told me to take it down. No one's shut it down. I mean, YouTube shut me down, but it was basically a, a computer algorithm because right. of the, the audio was alive. They just found the song. Yeah, and, they just found the song and right. they took it off YouTube. It wasn't anything like that. So what I want you to do is if you want to enjoy this film, and if you want to support the film, support the film by supporting KISS. Just as the thing says, don't be trying to, you know, download it and burn it on deep. None of that crap. So, you know, if you already have Kiss Alive too, if you have all those the whole stuff, you know, buy something from the end of the road show. Send a message to Kiss says, hey, I watched this great fan film and I'm supporting the fan film by supporting Kiss. And I so, think, well, if anything, that they would, you would think they'd welcome it because it absolutely, like everything else, it reignites, for me anyway, you, you go, that's why I'm a Kiss fan. You yeah. see them, it's, the, it's really, it, like you had just said, it's Kiss at the pinnacle of their powers. It is. And to see it, and you sharpened up the color in this version, you sharpened up, it's now like a 16 by 9 It's 16 by 9 yeah, 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 yeah. It looks amazing. It look, It's much more of a cinematic experience now than it was when I initially released it. Because everything here is standard definition 4.3, so I left it all alone in the original edition. I didn't touch any of that. But when I decided to go back and redo this, I'm like, well, I'm going to put it in you know, fake widescreen, chop off the top right. and the bottom, move the frame around, make it look cool. And I really, those two shows, Houston 77 and Largo 77, they look so different. So I went in and I color correct them. I made them look as similar as they possibly could to give you kind of a, you know, I'll say it again, a cinematic-like experience. I had no idea how green that Largo show was until I went in and kind of redid all the colors on that one. Um, there's a video on my YouTube channel where I give you a taste of what it is so you can see them back-to-back -to, -back to see what right. I actually did on them. But, um, but yeah, it, it's when you, when you sit down and watch it, like, man, this is... This is just like a movie. And that's what I want. I wanted to give you that, that feeling, that experience that this could have been a 70s Kiss film. Well, and plus, that's the one thing people should know is it's not just the live movie that you've weaved in clips. There's a bunch of different clips from TV shows, mm -hmm. interviews, things like that. It really does tell quite a, the story. The story of Kiss. And it's telling it via their own words. You yeah. know, you're not trying to put necessarily like a spin on this or that or the other. That was one of the things that I thought was very effective. How did you decide what clips, how to weave the story? What, what was the process like? So the first thing that I, I did is I took all those TV clips and all that stuff that was available, starting with The Tomorrow Show, and I was like, well, let's, let's try and tell the story in order as best as I can or maybe in order of the set list. So it was just, it, I didn't write a script for this one. There is a script for one last time. There was no script for this one, so it was kind of like, well, this kind of fits here. Maybe that'll fit there. Maybe this will fit here. Maybe maybe this will fit there. So it was kind of just a lot of moving stuff around and making the story work and making sure it made sense. Right. So because when I did the first one, first of all, I didn't even know if I was going to be able to do this. That's number one. And then when I did it, I was like, is this going to be any good? Right. <laughs> so is anybody going to want to see this? So it was just about telling the story from them and starting at the club days and then you know talking about the comic book and then talking about you know the, the success of Beth and talking about their makeup it's like just try and weave it in and 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 use the concert to tell the story because you figure see a kiss concert Paul talks after two songs so I go right. well let's okay well this is Paul talking it's it's the first their humble beginnings 
And I don't know where I got that from, but I really like it. And I'm using it a lot. Well, um, you know, but speaking of that, now this is the one question that I had. There is a shot of from the Coventry. Okay. That's not the Kissology Coventry. You're footage. correct. Okay, so you got to give us the lowdown on that. All right, I will give you the lowdown on this. So there is another night. Uh, so the one on Kissology is December 22nd. Second, it is okay, and then so this footage is from December twenty first, nineteen seventy three. It's only two songs, Deuce and Cold Gin. And if you pause it just right when you're watching Deuce, you see like a frame of them rehearsing in the loft. So that means they taped over the loft footage with the first night of the Coventry, <laughs> and then taped over the first night of the Coventry with the second night of Coventry. So uh, when I first did the film, I just was using the Coventry footage from uh, Kissology. But there's a Facebook page which I'm not going to name it. Actually, I put this footage up there, so I grabbed it from them and put it in the movie. So don't ask me for the footage because I don't. It didn't come from me. It didn't come from me. It, I, I got it right off Facebook, just like anybody else did, and I put it in the movie just because it looked cool, and I wanted someone to go, "Ooh, what is that?" Yeah, like this, I did. Yeah, this wasn't about releasing footage that wasn't seen. It was just about what is cool out there. So, uh, so yeah. So um, initially, the the footage from the Coventry was from Kissology Volume Three, that bonus disc. But this right. is this is from that other night, and uh, it is out there in a the Facebook group. So go find it. That's pretty amazing. <laughs> now, look. Speaking of the cinematic experience, obviously one yeah. of the things we're talking about, one of the things that has brought you to this part of the world, is that tomorrow night. So it's November second. If you're listening to us live at the Cinema Arts Center in Huntington, Long Island, <laughs> Unmasked. <laughs> yeah, that's perfect. I knew I could get you guys to do that. Unmasked, the Kiss cover band, will play an acoustic set, and then it's going to screen right into the greatest show. The on greatest Earth. show on earth. So it's one <laughs> of those things where you have the uh, you know you have the ability to tomorrow night to make it up to Long Island, and you're going to go see the Kiss Unmasked, which is obviously shout out to Billy Davis, Lisa Smith, everybody involved with Kiss Unmasked. And John Unmasked. Penna. John Penna. John Penna. Too. You got this whole great group, and then your movie's going to be screened on a big theater screen. Yeah, yeah. I'm I, I'm excited. You know, uh, Billy reached out to me quite a while ago. It, actually, he reached out to me before I even had the idea of an encore edition, wanting to do this. Uh, Billy's done a, a bunch of great events. Last year, he screened Detroit Rock City on. He's always does. He always does these Kiss events on Halloween. So um, last year, he did Detroit Rock City, and I think he had Adam Rifkin call in via Skype. Right. And then the year before, he showed Kiss Meets the Phantom. So he's like, "Hey, I'm. I always do this Halloween thing. My band plays, and uh, I want to show the greatest show on earth this year." So I was like, "Well." Okay, I don't know. And I kind of hemmed and hawed for a little bit. And then once I decided to do it, I was like, you know what? I'll do you one better. I'll come out there. I'll hand deliver, you know, the movie so you guys can watch it. And then I'm going to take it back. Um, <laughs> but uh, anyone that comes in there, so uh, you do have to, you're, you're purchasing tickets basically for to see the band. And the movie is the the uh, the, the free part of the evening. Uh, everybody that comes in the theater tomorrow will get a free Greatest Show on Earth Encore Edition poster, 11 by 17. Brought the guys here in the Kiss Room, yeah. a couple of them. Yeah. So so you'll, you'll be getting one of those too. So uh, come out and... Uh, this is an awesome place. I mean, this uh, this the Theater of the Arts, um, I looked up them online and I saw what they're about. And there's a lot of really cool events there. There's a lot of cool members there. So they're, they're doing it right. They're, they're, they're a small-time theater in, in Long Island, New York. And they're really um, you know giving the people what they want, just like KISS. So what better place to do it than there? So everybody needs to go to cinemaartscenter.org. And that's center with an E. Mm -hmm. So it's cinemaartscenter.org for all the info. I was just wondering, um, you made me think of something. Jerry Lee Watkins, welcome to the kitchen. Welcome, 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 welcome. Um, uh, excuse me, sir, raise your hand, and then we'll bring the mic over to you. When you mentioned that they taped over 
the night prior, yeah. the night after. It got me thinking, didn't Bill O'Coin and, and those guys film them all the time to, to watch back like they would in football? Like, where's that stuff? You I, know think they, I think they taped yeah. over it because, it, you know. Can you tape over film, though? Like, you no, know. it was actually Bill, because he was in TV, had right. the old reel-to-reel video. And that's, I think, where a lot of that stuff came from. Yeah, was, was like those correct. old kind of decks. Yeah, where's that though? Like they must like have I done said, more think, than one recording. I think recording, he was he right? was just recording it over the same way you might record the game. Like that was a good analogy. What you said, they were mm-hmm. watching it like they were like films. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. they were recording for, it, for and then maybe and the next night they're just so there they must be over it. the last thing that they recorded might still exist, but or I'll or maybe it's the Coventry might right, be the last that thing might that, be that the they last ever recorded. Thing. So and that's the thing I think because what we kind of like it it kind of boggles your mind. But it was so expensive at that yes, point. Exactly. That's what we're yeah. Yeah, no, of course they, you know, right. taped those. So they were right? just like, yeah. well, we're just going to watch. That's why we scene, only have you know. one loft rehearsal, yeah. right? Because right. they yeah. probably used that same over tape, that over, same and tape over, over, over and, and over and over. We got and over. the last thing. loft rehearsal. Right now, you got a kid coming up. Now they have from their very first piano lesson all the way through the last yeah. piano <laughs> lesson to the time they make it to Madison Square Garden. Sixty-four bit, sixty-four high res, and it's great. But you figure, but that stuff. That's why it's so like when I. I saw that on on the movie, the Coventry part. You go, wait a minute, that's not the same one. It's different because that stuff is so rare. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's funny. Uh, a friend of mine said uh, there have never been lives that have been less adventurous and more documented. <laughs> <laughs> like you have that destroyer tour rehearsal that's out right. there. Like you know, we, we, I'm sure we've all seen that. Uh, that's actually rock and roll over tour. Is so it? so there's oh, the the unmasked around one, that time. The, yeah. the uh, unmasked rehearsals is from they were rehearsing for the Don Kirshner rock concert. So and that was mm-hmm. in around I think November October seventy seven. It was uh, uh, an Air Force base in uh, Reading Massachusetts. I believe that that's from. There is a destroyer rehearsal um, with makeup, three songs that mm. that does circulate. But the one you're talking about, that's from um, a rock and roll tour. And there's also there's more footage that we haven't seen, uh, that you can see some of it on the uh, Kiss My Ass uh, VHS tape. Take me. Which you know, there. one of the great things with that, and this is something I think you don't even recognize so much, but that all that stuff was shot with the tube cameras. So you yeah. get those trails behind everything <laughs> yep. and it just looks so different. Yeah. And then you go, Milky. well, yeah, it's because it was, yeah, totally, exactly. It's a totally different look to it. The uh, but, stocking uh, effect. Yeah. See, that would be the interesting thing is how much stuff do you think is there, like, how much is out there that we really haven't seen? Yeah, there's got to be tons. There's got to be some things that still are on a tape somewhere or in... And they're either in bad shape or they're really embarrassing, which is why they haven't made the money. Right. Yeah, that yeah. iVideo was really embarrassing, and I could see why they didn't want to... <laughs> oh, wait. Oh, wait. <laughs> that's a whole other story. That's a whole other, that's a whole other show. I mean, obviously, look, we do have you to thank for that, bringing that to light. I mean, that was really... Uh, you know, if you could see Jerry, if we were on TV... Yeah, there's Somebody actually... Put a camera on them there uh <laughs> we we were able to get a copy and i say we me and uh, jason Hurden, the co-host of uh kiss my collectibles he uh we were able to get a copy of that and we decided well let's just share it with everyone and uh we put a time code on it and it was it's three years ago now it was out there i remember i remember we, when it was blowing up like um first chris chris Sinzak from decibel geeky reported on it then classic rock magazine shared it then nikki six six cents shares it. there was like you know, two, three hundred thousand views, and they took it off YouTube. Right. But we still, we we still were able to get it out there for everyone to see. 
So it was cool. You know what? I'm going to switch gears for a second. You just mentioned your work with Kiss My Collectibles. Yeah. This is an interesting thread. While I got all these great minds mm-hmm. here in the room, is so yesterday in the in the Kiss room, Javier posted a thing that he had gotten what he was calling one of the Holy Grail items. I think it's a, the J.C. Penny thing. It's a tape. It's oh, basically yeah, yeah, a cassette yeah. box. It's got Dynasty stickers on it, and he says he got a great deal on it. Was sixty five bucks. And somebody right away goes, guys, I don't mean to be cruel, but it's an effing plastic box. The pictures are peeling off at 65 bucks. And, of course, there was this great long thread. And, and isn't it funny how we can use the Facebook group to actually talk about the Kiss Room and talk about the Kiss Room on the Facebook group? But thinking about that, like thinking now, you obviously you were deep into collecting and collectibles and what are things yeah. worth. And what do you think about that kind of the idea that it's $65 for a plastic box? Well, first of all, it's wooden. It's wooden. Yeah, that's number one. That's number <laughs> one but i think this is all subjective it's about what you like and what brings you joy and you know a lot of these collectors are buying collectibles to either remind them of their youth or stuff they couldn't get yep. from their youth. right exactly so but it, it's all it's all subjective so while someone might want to spend 65 bucks on a on a on a wooden box but someone might want to spend 360 dollars on the same thing right it, it's all it's all it's all subjective how about this all right get yeah. up on the mic now look describe it's radio you got to describe what you, you have describe it so you know yesterday was my birthday and one of my Happy presents birthday. thank you is uh yeah. the kiss little people's collection and uh the great thing is it says ages one to 101 <laughs> so I, I still got 46 years to play with it there you go. that's what she said <laughs> oh, there you go. Well, now, John, your mouse, that's not the little people we're talking about. Now, here's the hey. great thing, right? I'm going to send a shout out because my wife got me those as well uh-huh. because she said I like them more than the Funkos. She said they're cooler looking than those Pop Funkos. So I have a set of those too, and they're great. Now, in a lot of ways, that brings up exactly the point is to me, those little figures mean more because my wife actually thought to get them for me. So it's like you kind of go, well, and yeah. especially a lot of time, it really comes down to exactly what you said is if it Subjective. means something to you, who cares? how much it costs it doesn't matter huh. you know it's like and the funny thing was I think now look it's just a year ago that I moved so when we were getting ready to move I sold a ton of my kids stuff I got rid of a lot of it because and I'll tell you what I think about all the money I spent buying it it's harder to get money back for right. it, you know. Yeah. Like, you know yeah. And those of you thinking about you know your own collection you know I see some of these massive collections and I think you know it's funny because you wonder will this what stuff will go up in value it's difficult to say, and I, I think, you know, the, the KISS community, I mean, it bubbled up in probably 96, 97, 98, because you remember those original conventions um, in the Rothman Center in the early 90s where you can get, you know, a, a set of KISS, you know, color forms for 15 bucks. Right, yeah. You know, and then it bubbled up, and then you were, it, it was those late 90s years, and everything was, was high and, and, and mighty, and then it dropped off again. And then it slowly started to work its way back up. It, it was funny. And I, I, I promise, I promise, I promise. I'm not name dropping here. I'm really not. I just actually had this conversation <laughs> yesterday. Uh, I was talking with John Five. And he and he was saying, he was like, he, he had purchased, he's a, he's a huge collector. He's got a massive collection, massive collection of stuff. And, and that was collected in a very short amount of time. And he was saying, man, I think I was the one drawing those prices up because I was just paying whatever because I just wanted the stuff. Right. So, but there's going to be a point in time where it drops off again. Right now, we all want it. Kiss is on the end of the road tour. Everyone wants to cash in on Kiss, and they want to cash in on their nostalgia and whatever. So right now, stuff is really hot. You know, vinyl is really hot again, and all stuff is really hot. But I, I think maybe within the next 10 years at most, 
you're going to see a lot of the stuff drop off. I mean, there's still stuff that will hold its value, you know, signed items that you can, you know, for members that have passed. Uh, the Kiss pinball machine is always going to be worth, not because it's Kiss, but it was the first Kiss, it was the first pinball machine ever, those four players. Right. So it's just a, a pinball enthusiast, people have those. So, and the whole animated back glass was yeah, yeah, revolutionary yeah, 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 at the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it's, it all comes back to subjectivity. It really, really, really does. Um, you know, unfortunately, Kiss is not that upper echelon of, you know, entertainment. They're never going to be the Beatles or the, or the Rolling Stones or anything like that. So stuff like that has grown in value because their notoriety has continued to grow as they, they go on and on and on. But, uh, but you know what? If you're a real collector, I really don't think you should waste any, any of your time thinking about that. You know, you want to get stuff because you want to enjoy it. And if somebody else enjoys something that you don't enjoy or, or whatever have you, just who cares? We're just. Yeah, I have like the uh, Tom McFarlane uh, figures. Right. Garbage. You know, I always say, you know, keep the stuff in a box, <laughs> but they're all out of the box or on a shelf <laughs> on display in my base, in my kiss like room. Them, right. And uh, yeah. that's it. And they, you know, they can battle werewolves. You yeah, know. <laughs> exactly. Listen, I, I love those because that was my kiss, was the, the nine. I, yeah. I mean, I was a fan before the reunion tour, but that's kind of when my fandom like went into overdrive was a reunion tour so I had a bunch of sets of those I'll go he's gonna be worth hundreds of dollars <laughs> they're not right. they're not you can get a whole set for 20 bucks maybe right. and, and it was funny I had a set that was in the box that a friend gave me because I had several sets I mean I, I played Kiss concert when I was a kid but anyway so I, I, had, I was like you know what I'm gonna open these up take them out of the box all of them broken immediately <laughs> just immediately they broke I was like I should have left them in the box so, so I got the um, I got the uh, I guess it's the alive Figures, right. uh -huh. yeah. Uh -huh. But I, and I got them on the Metallica stage. Yeah, right. there you yeah. Go. the Metallica stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So. That's awesome. Yeah, McFarlane yeah. got a lot of uh, got got a lot of uh, you know traction from that Metallica stage because it was there was a Metallica stage, then it was with the Kiss Alive figures, mm -hmm. then it was with Kiss Creatures figures, then they painted it black and put it with Motley Crue. <laughs> yeah. Come on, guys. <laughs> Come on, guys. <laughs> Just full. Of, I'm full of that useless knowledge. I mean, maybe I'm gonna write like a toilet book one day, where you sit in the toilet and you read like, "Here's today's piece of useless knowledge." Oh, that's I didn't know that. Now I was once going to make a toilet book, but a photo book because I've been of to so many gigs. <laughs> yeah, I was going to show the worst toilets of every club in America. Okay, all right. I don't want to get off the rails here, but I I, I already know the worst toilet of all. All right, all right. there was a place. Compare notes. There was a place that I played in Fostoria. Ohio. It was called the New Nest, which is what it was called. Yeah, and, seen that one. Uh, and so uh, I played there twice. And when it, it was purchased, and then they did really well. So when it was first purchased, it was eh, not that good. Then they put a bunch of money and they did all these renovations, and now it's closed. So the first time I played there, the first time I played there, it was right when they had purchased it, and they were just trying building it back up and making it back to what it was. So I, I remember um, the, the dressing room was under construction, so there was no bathrooms in the dressing room. So I go, oh, God, oh, God. Because I never, I never like to, if you're a performer, and you performed in places, especially if you got to get dressed up, or if you're a theater, you never like to use the bathrooms <laughs> that the patrons are using. Right. Not because you think you're better than anyone else. You just don't want to get, oh, this is so cool. Or you don't want to get stopped in the bathroom. Or you don't want to ruin the, that mystique if you're on stage. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I'm not even saying that either. So anyway, before the show, I'm like, oh, let me let me go to the bathroom now before I got to get into makeup, and then you know I'll, I'll see the bathroom. I open the bathroom door. I, I'm not I'm not exaggerating one bit. There was one urinal and one toilet. No stall. So you could walk in as somebody sitting on the toilet. Hey, so that was it. One urinal, and the urinal is full of ice and one toilet. That's it. So ice if you can imagine, if you can imagine walking in, one toilet, this, like, what if you have to go? And you're going to lock the door? You can't lock. There's no lock on the door. Barely a doorknob on the door. 
So that was the worst bathroom I've ever experienced in my entire life. Where did this show go today? Sorry, <laughs> sorry. It was my fault. He started. He started. Yeah, it's my fault. <laughs> <laughs> I was making another documentary over here. He's making a documentary. Yeah, yeah. You know what? I'm going to switch gears totally from that fascinating conversation. Now, look, I'm going to play something. Everybody in the Kiss Army, you'll have all the records. You bought everything. You have it all. Multiple but you times. might not have this. And oh. this is going to be a track I'm going to play here. If you don't have this, we're going to play it. Then we're going to come back and talk about it and reveal maybe a little bit of the mystery right here in the Kiss Room on Monaco Radio where music and minds meet. wondering what they just heard that is a band called 1977 yeah it's an album called rock and roll yeah tell us all about it okay so there was this big mystery on myspace and you can tell it's going back away so we're talking about myspace <laughs> but there's a band and it was supposed to be the greatest kiss tribute band but also has original music that sounds like kiss and you just heard a track on there um back in their groove and um i don't know 
That voice sounded really familiar. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, it, the, back, so most of the stuff was written by a guy. His name was Yayo Dark Angelus. He was the Gene Simmons in the Kentucky-based Kiss Army. And it was Yayo who wrote most of the songs. And that was me singing that. So that 1977 was me and Yayo well, back in 2008. Now, well, I'll tell you a funny story. It is MySpace. The funny thing, I was contacted by Bill O'Coin. It was Bill Alex, A. Coin. Bill A. A. Coin. Alexander Coin. Super, super mysterious. It was... Stock Ready um, was Stock. the record label. Yeah. It was Played Again Records. Yeah. Like it was, but it all looks the cover. And Jerry's snapping a picture of it right now. It looked like the Love Gun cover with yeah. them blacked it's, out. It's yeah. so but adorable. it was done super, super <laughs> mysterious. And the funny thing is when. I was actually contacted. Would you run the Kiss nineteen? Or it was the nineteen seventy seven Pennsylvania chapter on MySpace? Yep. So wow. they would send me every once in a while photos, but I didn't ever knew it was you. Yeah. Till now, yeah, really. Yeah. And, and it's funny. This is just a thing that it, it fizzled out. You know, soon after two thousand eight. So the the band it, it never grew past two members. Um, you know, Yayo never never found another another two guys to join the band. So it fizzled out. <laughs> He went on to, uh, he's really successful working for an insurance agency now. So, uh, you know, all the best to him. Uh, nothing bad to say about him. But, um, uh, but what, uh, but, what was cool about that is it, we, we were hyping it up to be something that, that it, it was supposed to be. So, it, it, what, what I mean, I lost my train of thought there for, for a quick second. <laughs> this is the one thing that doesn't go away. When I was out in LA in August, my friend Dave Scott, he was like, Have you guys ever heard this band 1977? They, they're, they're really great. They sound like Kiss. And I was like, Bro, they're me. He goes, No, it's not. I go, Go listen to Back in the Groove again. And then come back and Oh my God, it is. It's you. So, you know, Andrew, that begs the question, actually. I mean, I know you were getting film production and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and all this wonderfulness. Are you still gigging? Are you still playing out? So, I, I basically retired about three years ago from playing out religiously you know every weekend and all these bands and all that stuff so I, I'm in a Bon Jovi tribute now called Breakout and uh, uh-huh. we it, it, we're gigging infrequently right now because we're just getting started um, but you know for, for all intents and purposes I'm basically you know I, I, I say I'm retired I'm not doing nearly as much as I used to do. You, you know, never recently. get out of the life, Andrew. You no, never no, no, no. I've gotten out. Of, I've gotten out of the life. I've gotten out of the life. You know, dragging drums up and down steps. I, I've definitely gotten out of it. But um, you know, um, I spent a lot of years portraying Peter Chris. You know, and it was just it was time. It, it's actually funny. I I really. I, I played in bands ever since I can remember. I mean, I'm talking like 15 years old. I was in bands and, and driving around. And the first gig I ever played was at the Rec Room in Wallington, New Jersey. Wow. Yeah, and I remember because it was crushed from a milk factory. So I remember <laughs> looking at the milk silos when we were loading in and loading out. Um, but, but, but anyway, I, I had done this for so long that I was just so used to doing it. And when you do something for a long time, you just continue to do it just out of habit. And once I once I finally stopped, I realized like how miserable I actually was doing this because I didn't know anything else to do. Right. And I stopped. And I was like, man, I should have stopped at least five years sooner than I did. We all say that. You know, uh, <laughs> relation, relationships suffered, work suffered, everything suffered. And, and once I stopped and I stopped living out of like a suitcase and playing every weekend and gigging every weekend and basically basing everything around the band, I mm. uh, was much happier. Yeah. Much, much happier. I uh, I just was able to have like normal relationships with people again. I was able to you know relax certain days. I was able to do other things and, and be creative in other in other facets. So you know I don't regret one iota leaving and and, and stopping you know playing religiously like I was. That's we good. are going to drag you back in though today. That's okay. That's okay. To this see is, Beth. <laughs> that's with okay. With the Kiss Room House Band. 
But I'll tell you what, why don't we spin another track from 1977 right here in the Kiss Room on Monaco Radio where music and minds meet. tell there's a, a certain mixture of uh, you know you kind of laugh when it comes on and uh, you kind of cringe a little bit when it comes on and listen they actually have the record scratch isn't that cool isn't that great <laughs> that, was, that was Yayo's idea like I said Yayo was this was Yayo's brainchild and Yayo brought me in and we were hoping to do something with it and you know it just didn't happen I would love to go back in and, and, and redo this in like a real studio and you know make it sound like it sounds. It, it make it sound like it should be in an arena. I would love to do that. So if I was out there listening, and I, I, I should probably have called them before before we were on today. But uh, <laughs> I'll throw a studio out pro bono. Man. All right, all right, all right. Oh, so look, you heard that? You got yeah, it. We have yeah. that on. We just recorded it. Boom. Yeah. So we'll see. So you know, we'll you know, 
maybe maybe that that's something that could happen. I think something like this would do much better now than it did back in 2008, just because that whole nostalgia thing is huge now. Bigger than it was in 2008. That's fantastic. I mean, and plus the fact, look, if there's anybody out there, that's really 2008, that's before there was even a kiss room. So, yeah. I mean, I don't know if, you would, if you're out there and you haven't heard that before, now you heard it today. Now you said that's available still on CD Baby. Yeah, that's really funny. So when I was out in L.A., my friend Dave Scott was talking about it, and I, I was like, man, that's me. Then I went home, and I was like, why don't I have this anymore? <laughs> So I went on and I went on CD Baby and I paid ten bucks and I bought my own record for ten bucks. So, um, so you could still buy it on CD Baby and it comes with a cool sticker, which you didn't even it know. It does. That I, no, you I, knew, I, I couldn't re- I remember it was in there. It's, it looks like the uh, inside uh, it, sleeve of Love Gun. It's great. Buying one just for ten bucks. Dude, right. just buy it. Everyone go and buy one. Maybe there's only How one left. I don't know. I have no idea. I have no idea. It's been so long. It's gonna be a mad rush. The CD yeah. Baby, 1977 rock and roll. They're gonna sell ten copies now. So let me tell you now. Look, we're going to play something. We're going to switch gears for just a minute. Um, I want to play a track for you. This is actually Project Gemini Ooh, is releasing yes. a new album called In the Year Thirty Seventy Three Book One. Okay, and what I want you to do: check out the new release from Project Gemini, which is of course Mark Anthony K of the Great Kiss Fact Podcast, which I think you were just on the Kiss Fact Podcast, right? Yeah, you know I, I'm real good friends with Julian, and uh, Julian lets me come on anytime that our schedules line up. But uh, Mark is awesome too. I've done several shows with Mark, and he's a super talented guy. So uh, this record's gonna rock. So he says, in the year 3073, Book One is the story. The planet Earth is near is in the near future. It's 2073. Is a near disaster due to mankind's many failures. Because of this, a large group of military and scientific people build a spaceship and leave Earth for a new home. A thousand years later, a group of descendants from the original space voyage decided to travel back to Earth to see how the planet looked after the disaster that was projected. What they discover completely shocks them. If you want to know more, you have to wait to hear the album, which I believe just dropped via, it's called projectgemini.bandcamp.com. Now, I'm going to spell it for you if you're listening. P-R-O-J-E-K-T-G-E-M. I-N-E-Y-E dot bandcamp dot com. So it's this ambitious, you can tell by that story, it's a pretty ambitious, yeah. Mark writes real progressive kind of things, um, you know, that kind of, some of the songs are even like seven minutes long. Um, you know, he's got a lot of cool stuff. I mean, obviously super talented, I believe he did every instrument himself, so it's like... Yeah, yeah, he, he, he's a real he's a real talented guy, and it almost sounds very similar to The Elder, um, you know, <laughs> how, how, how it wanted to be. But uh, but yeah, I, I'm really excited about this. I haven't if it just dropped. I haven't I haven't been been online in a couple of days, so I will check it out because he's he's great. And uh, you'll if you like you know Iron Maiden, King's X stuff like that, you'll really really enjoy this. Cool. See now, but he knows his audience because which did he send me? It's actually his own cover of Charisma. Oh. And you're gonna hear that right here in the Kiss Room on Monaco Radio, where music and minds meet.
There we go. So now that's Mark Anthony K. Project Gemini. I thought the, his name was K. Mark Anthony. It's Mark Anthony K. Isn't oh, okay. It? I, I, I always forget. Okay. <laughs> Look, you're getting me confused. Now I'm easily confused. No, you know what? It's funny because that's you know when he sent me that. Of course, I that charisma. That's a great cover. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. everybody should go check out the other music. That's really fantastic. So I gave you that info. So we talk about that now, Jerry. You brought up a good point while we were while we were talking about that. What were yeah, you talking I'm about? I'm saying, what if somebody either took the old Kiss demos that never made it, like it's just this, it's not the it's smoke, not the smoke, smoke yeah, right. burns, yeah. and actually finished them and released them as a new record in 2020. No, you know, like, no. I, I think you. <laughs> well, but even if they did like a <laughs> no, super group or kind any of thing, B sides, it's like right. room service. Take a song like that, like. Well, but I mean, like right. we did the, uh, we started off the show service. with that that version of uh, Creatures of the Night, which was off that the world with with exactly. heroes, and it's like super groups, and they basically like took stuff like you know something like that. Obviously, Creatures of the Night totally changed it up. I think it'd be interesting. So, are you saying that they would? The, the artists, whoever's doing this, would tell their audience that it's Kiss, or are you telling them to have them no, just do... No, I'm saying they would just use them as, as writers. Use they them they as, wrote the song, like... And yeah. and so you're trying to get people who don't like Kiss to like Kiss by exactly. listening to... Okay, exactly. I, I can get well, behind I, that. I, I think, in Kit, particularly Paul Stanley's very clever songwriter, yeah. very good songwriter, and I think a lot of Paul Stanley's songs could have been monster hits like I often refer like you to Tomorrow made me rock tonight. hard let's put the effing <laughs> like, like if the Rolling Stones did Tomorrow and Tonight it would have been a smash hit yeah I, I agree with you right and yeah. there's just uh, if David Soul did um, 
the ballad from his 78 solo album, Hold Me, Touch Me. Hold Me, Touch Me. <laughs> or somebody from that generation, yeah. you know, yeah. it would have been a monster hit. Yeah. They, if, if Rod Stewart did Hard Luck Woman, it would have been a giant hit. Right. Yeah. My, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. I'll always say, I think Peter Chris' solo album stuff, as much as it gets buried by a lot of Kiss fans, had it come out without the weight of being a Kiss album, I think some of those songs would have been huge. To me, I can't stop the rain if it comes out by, like you said, like Rod Stewart, somebody like that, Bob right? Seger. With a Bob yeah, Seger would have nailed that. <laughs> yeah, I think those yeah, yeah. songs would have been huge. The problem is it got buried under the weight of Kiss. Kiss. I love the Peter yeah. Chris solo. I mean, I see people like really maligning that all the time. I think it's great. I, I think you know, there was a lot of internal right. uh, squashing that record, too, if you know what I mean. Sure. I think, you know, if, after having Beth as a big hit, and I, I think the, the the senior members of the group were were happy to squash that one. Well, you know, you talk about having songs. You know, Bonfire did Sword and Stone. Everybody would love right. it if Kiss would record Sword and Stone. And you figure there's there's like really kind of crappy versions of that floating around. But even that, that's one that you know. Oh, if that would have been on the album, that would have been the biggest song ever. And you go, maybe, maybe I don't know. You know? And Peter's <laughs> album would be would have been a great Kiss album had it just been a touch heavier, just a touch. Yeah. You know, but that wasn't Peter, right? I mean, he wasn't Peter. Probably right. less stylistically diverse. You know, right? You know, I think it shocked to me, people. It does not sound anything like Kiss, right. But it's a great song. But I mean, it sounds like everything that's on Dynasty. You right. know what I mean? It's got yeah, that it, disco. It probably, you know, is probably better than Dynasty. Well, that's it's the same producer of Vinny Pontia right. did, exactly. yeah. uh, did both Peter's album and Dynasty. Yeah. I'm always surprised when I see people put that like at the very bottom of the list. Like, oh, it's I terrible. always bust I on love Peter. It. No, I, <laughs> I love that album. It's one of my favorites. You know, it's funny because that's even like you know, obviously we're just past Halloween, but it was like uh, you know that was I remember putting on that Peter Chris makeup and I'm listening to that album. But man, <laughs> I loved it. I Loved it. <laughs> we used to use. We used to go to the five and ten store, the army, the army navy store, and we would get the the belts, <laughs> right? And that's what we would coat the tin foil <laughs> in, right? We'd, we'd put one here and one here, like Peter Chris in the Love Bone costume, and we'd coat the belts with tin foil. You know, see, here's the funny thing. Now Andrew came walking in with the coolest <laughs> jacket. Did? No, it's a kiss, kiss replica no. jacket, right? Yeah. Now you can buy the whole costume, but yeah, at the time you had to be really clever or have a lot of tin foil. Mom and Dad, thanks. They made us those costumes out of tinfoil. They were the greatest. I, I have such good memories of that. I mean, you know, I was extremely lucky in, in all the Kiss tribute bands that I've been in. I always had a great costume maker. Yeah. And, and I think people, they, they do themselves a disservice by saying, oh, I need a Kiss costume maker. Go, no, no, no. Just find someone who is a costume maker. The, the girl that, that I worked with for many, 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 many years, she was a dressmaker. And there was just this relationship there. She just understood what I wanted. And I, I knew that she could make anything that, that we sat down and talked about. She did absolutely great work. The, the problem is, is people are like, oh, I need someone to make a kiss costume. No, just explain to someone what it is and they can do it. Yeah. So, um, yeah, but like, but now you can buy them, or you can marry from a woman who knows how to. Yeah, exactly. Like, right. exactly, exactly. My wife made my kiss cheese. Uh, you had a pretty good ace frame. Oh, yeah, right. still yeah. good. I can but, almost but put it again. But she, but she's probably a seamstress or like she, she is. She's a craftsman. There and you she go. makes dresses. She makes aprons. There you like go. That, and that's the perfect person. Yep, that's the perfect like person it, to do I that. I like it the opposite. Like, there's a band out there called I think they're called Sin. Nicky Sin, yeah, yeah, the guy. He is the, probably the evilest looking Gene Simmons out there. He has like an amalgamation of, of all the outfits. Like he wears like the skull shirt, but he's got like tons of tattoos and piercings. He he, like there's such a different look, but they're great. I mean, they all ha they took like pieces of all the costumes and made their own look. 
See, I think that's super interesting. Even you know, going back to what your original idea, if you saw a band come out like a Kiss tribute band that did like the really super obscure stuff, and even their look was like somehow totally like a tangent version, I think that'd be really interesting. I mean, yeah. obviously, there's some great bands that do it to the T, but I think sometimes to see it like kind of like kind of turn to the left a little bit, that right. would be fun. Right. Well, I'll tell you that's what, what I was kind of no trying comment. to do with, with the rock and roll over thing. Was, All right, it's so the top of the hour. i got to hit the reset. We're going to come back and talk some more. You're in the Kiss Room on Monaco Radio, where music and minds meet. Meet, meet you in the Kiss Room. Meet, meet you in the Kiss Room. With Matt Porter and the podcast crew. Hey, you're not allowed to smoke in the Kiss Room. Hi, everybody. It's Gene Simmons. You're listening to the Kiss Room on Monaco Radio, but you knew that. You wanted the best and you got it. The hottest man in the land, Matt Porter. Right, Kiss Army. We're back here in the Kiss Room, the second hour of the Kiss Room, having the best time ever. We've got Andrew Scambati here in the studio with us, Ooh. talking about all kind of fun things. Kiss Room House Band. I think we're still waiting on a drummer. He should be here any minute. But we're going to do some cool, uh, some cool songs here in the Kiss Room, having the best time. I'm going to fade out all of our cheering. Having the best time ever. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so now, look, we're. Obviously, we're talking about a lot of different things. I want to bring up one thing that I thought was really interesting um, to me, just based on kind of what's going on in my own personal life, is so yesterday, everybody knows on Halloween, they just announced my Chemical Romance reunion tour, right? Now, look, you're saying to yourself, okay, now there were some people in the Kiss Room group, and they're like, oh, my Chemical Romance is no good. But let me tell you, my daughter is 14. She was shot out of a cannon yesterday when they released that they would be you know, reunion, having a reunion show. And it took me right back to the idea of 1996, how exciting it was to be a fan when something like that happens. And I think at some point we have become very jaded. You know, they say end of the road and everybody goes, yeah, end of the road for now. Cause you know, they're going to go until they can't, you know, but I think it was, it was, so I don't know. I'm just relating it to the fact that it was a lot of fun to see her absolutely overjoyed with something that a band was doing. And I thought that was really, it was fun for me. I, I just thought it was fun to do. So. I do think it was really fun, but there are some people that were like, oh, well, Gene can't do this and blah, blah. I'm like, guys, right. guys we've had a kiss reunion right. already. We've had one. And, you know, and, and the, it's been highly publicized that the band and was miserable. And, you know, we had one. It was great. And now this is Kiss Now. So exactly. it's cool now because now you can go on the Kiss Cruise and, you know, you see Bruce jump on stage with Kiss. You saw Ace jump up on stage with Kiss last year. You know, it, it's it, it's cool. But um, if you well, want was, to see it Kiss then. It's funny because, uh, you know, right away there was that thread in the Kiss Room group that, oh, why can't Gene and them get it together with Ace and Peter? And you go. They did. Been there, done yeah, that. They did. You know, and it's like everybody was kind of laughing and, and it was just really kind of cracking me up. But it was just like, you know, one of those things where you say, I don't no, I think we've been through that. Before. We have, <laughs> and, and, and you know what? It was it was the right time when that happened in in ninety six, ninety seven. Like the stars right. aligned, and it, yep. it was perfect. Nostalgia was just becoming huge at, at that point. Other bands were getting back together. Fleetwood Mac and, and, and countless other bands were getting back together. So like the seventies, they were in that summer. 
I remember that summer, the summer '96. Kiss was on every newspaper in the news, right. and you go to the deli, they get, there's Kiss there. You know, they're on the MTV Video Music Awards at the time. It, it was, it was the right time. I don't think if it happened now, I don't think it would have been as big as it was, because you're waiting. What are they going to sound like? Well, I got, I got to wait two months to get a video mailed to me, right. or, or I, I got to wait for this picture load. Oh my God, is that Gene now? Or is that Gene then? I, I don't know. Let me just let me click because I'm on a 28k modem dial-up and I <laughs> pictures. <laughs> There was just something, not being able to have instant gratification to the information back then, I think made it so much cooler. Right. Because you're wondering, where's the tour going now? I got to get Metal Edge. Like, there was just something about it then um, that just made it work. It was about the end of when you could pull off Mystique. Yeah. You know, now nothing's mysterious. No. You know, I mean, it's just two seconds later. Yeah, it's blown up. Yep. I watched the show on the way home. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, or when you know, it's like one of those things where even yesterday it was. And I'm kind of going back to this, but they changed the artwork on their website on My Chemical Romance, and she's freaking out. That must mean and deciphering the clues. And I thought, I love that because love that's it. the way I think I feel about like you know, if if all of a sudden if there's anything different on Kiss Online, well, what does that mean? Because I'm still 14 in my mind. Well, do you did you watch the Grammys in '96? Absolutely. Yeah. And I'm not talking about just the Kiss, but the actual like the, the Grammys show because it was publicized that Kiss was going to be on. But when they announced Kiss was there, they used a non makeup photo of the of the, the at right. the time current lineup with Bruce and Eric. So nobody knew when they came out in in full gear that it was going to be the original band. Right. So just to go back to that moment, I mean, it was cool. I mean, I I didn't see the Grammys at the time. I heard about it later on, obviously. But for me, what what really solidified and what really got me excited that Kiss was back is they were they took over Fox one night. They were right. at the oh, they yeah. were they were on the the roof of the Hard Rock, Hard in, Rock in, right? in Las Vegas, and I remember Paul kicking through the glass and they were giving away tickets to Tiger Stadium. And I just that clip I remember it clear as day watching it going, "Mommy, mommy, Kiss, they're back, <laughs> they're back." And and they were back, they were back. And and through the magic of the internet, I was finally able to see it again. You know, twenty some odd years later. Uh, I was finally able able well, to see. Well, it's funny because it. that clip from the um, the Grammys, actually, the one that you kind of always see mm-hmm. that they released is edited. Like oh, you know, yeah. a lot of like you know, you see that clip of people jumping to their feet to clap. That's I think somebody else is standing. I, I think it's no. Yeah. I, I think it's <laughs> yeah. them. I think it's uh, the actually the award they were giving away right. at, at the yeah. time, which wasn't it for Hootie and the Blowfish. Uh, you know, I don't even remember. I, don't remember I think it was for Hootie. But it had to. It, but it was my homeboys. Now I've seen everything. Now. <laughs> oh, boy. It, it was Hootie and the Blowfish because I remember in two thousand. I worked at the Kiss Coffee House down in Myrtle Beach. And I remember I watched it one night. I was watching the, the, the full clip of it, and Hooting the Blowfish got up. And I remember I was at work the next day, and I was looking at this guy, and I go, where do I know that guy from? I've seen him somewhere before. And he was a guitar player from Hooting the Blowfish. He's in the Kiss Coffee House. Wow. So I had him sign the wall and everything. But, but a- a- anyway, I, I want to get back to, to, to why we're really here, because you should all <laughs> log on to Vimeo.com and, and watch The Greatest Show on Earth on Cordition. Uh, Matt was gracious enough to post you a link right in the Kiss Room group to, to watch it. But if you're having trouble finding the link, log on to Facebook.com slash Greatest Show on Earth Kiss, and it's right there for you to see it. Stream it anytime on Vimeo.com. And like we said, I mean, obviously, anybody within the sound of my voice, which is everybody in the sound of my voice, if you're listening to this right now, November 2nd, go to the Cinema Arts Center in Huntington, Long Island. You get Kiss on the Unmasked tribute band. You get to see the greatest show on earth up on a big screen. It's going to be great. Now, look, coming up, something great is going to be the Kiss Room House Band. we got a bunch of extra singers. I'm going to let them get set up. One thing I want to remind everybody, I would love it if there's any. Now, obviously, we, we just heard Mark Anthony Kay's Charisma cover. 
any of you super talented musicians out there, you know, if you've been listening to the Kiss Room, you know about the Kiss Room Demos Project, Volume 5 happening right now. So what I want you to do, go to thekissroom.com, look at the demos page. I want people to kind of write, if you could write a song for Kiss, what would it be? Now, this song was not written you know, for Kiss to do it, but if they wanted to, they yeah. could. This is part of the Volume 5. This is, of course, Three Chord Money. I'm going to go to a song, we're going to throw to this, then we're going to come back with the Kiss Room house band because Steve is feverishly setting up his drums. He can't believe his luck here in the Kiss Room, Monaco. And this is also for Thanksgiving. See, I die... I, Digress just a little bit. Feel good about your life. <laughs> Started out something you said to me, and every word like something a song should be. And then I know, yeah, then I know. We'll remember the song After everything is gone We were here every day Yeah, the best of all times When all the words just rhyme The best of all times Every day Every day And up and down The long and winding road A place to be And a place to go And all the love yeah, all the love We'll remember the songs After everything is gone And we were here every day Yeah, the best of our times When all the words just rhyme Best of all times Every day Every day Every day Every day Every day That's right, that's Three Chord Money That song was actually written Anthony Porter, Andy Watts my brother, Anthony Porter, wrote that song on our way to Nashville Rock and Pod 3, which is great fun. We did you know, premiere that before in the Kiss Room, but I wanted to play it. You know, it is, uh, it's, I started the show by talking about the PhD post-Halloween depression. We're having all the worst time, but we're having the best time. This is also our Thanksgiving edition of the Kiss Room. You know, so look. You know, gather people around. You can give everybody a hug. I'm going to give everybody a long-distance hug who actually shared my link. Um, Bill Elam, David Zanet, all the way in Italy. Candy Burton, Rodney Dixon, Sean Cullen, Josie Belly, David Cathy, Mikhail Burel, Shane Hebert, Javier Boster, Matteo Baccaro, Craig Bauer from Kispirational, Scott D. Parker, C Christopher Glasgow, Chris Christina Green, Dottie Jones, 
Greg Johnson, Dean John, Tony Mann, Seymour Pierce, John Phillips, Allison Ballack, Al Dent, Jeff Camps, Chris Simcoe, Barb Hillerzuski, Billy Davis and Lisa Smith from Kiss Unmasked, Scotty the Wolfman Zagaccini, Jason Gallinger, the Kiss You Facebook page, Kiss Army Torino, Kiss Army Omaha, Mike Moon and Ron Jones from Let It Rip uh, Facebook group. They're going to start a new podcast. Steve Javorski, Josiah Horn, Hoops, Britt and Mitchell from the Kiss Cosplay. Look, if you want to see, obviously everybody was dressed up as Kiss for Halloween. Go to Britain's uh, Cosplay group. There's tons of great pictures. You're going to want to go to that. Kiss Cosplay, of course, with a K. John Dennehy shared it in a, in a ton of groups. Kenny Edmondson, Diana Zagel, your lovely wife, Jim, shared out the link, of course. Chris Hartman, all my friends at Podcast Rock City. I want to give a super shout out. Eric and Judy Wisniewski, they do a weekly show called The Electric Crush. It's every Wednesday from 7 to 9 on WMCK. You can tune in via the TuneIn app the same way that you do for the Kiss Room every month. And they always give me so much love, and I love their show. Peter Arquette from Kiss Asylum, obviously, he shares our link every time. Ken Mills from the podcast, Anthony Porter, AJ Zona, Madison Porter, and the lovely Amy Porter. All shared the link. So look, we're thanking everybody with that. Now look, what we're gonna do? A kissing room house band. Are you ready? How about we're gonna go to? We're, let's go to a clip here. This is actually uh, the trailer of the greatest show on earth. So let's see if we can bring this up. If it's gonna come up here on Marco Radio and Music Minds. Today, Kiss is the hottest touring group in the U.S. Average choreography, shooting flames, and levitating drops. They're the most successful band of the last decade. Bring sold out concerts in Detroit. The only reason I've ever existed is really to be the greatest show on earth. The hottest band in the world! Join Kiss for an explosive cinema experience that's all rock and roll. Exclusive live footage and hear the bombastic sound of the LP Kiss Alive 2. Go backstage and shout it out loud. Greatest Show on Earth is an unofficial fan film and claims no affiliation with KISS, Universal Music, or any of the copyright holders. This is a fan film that may be sold or distributed for profit. All right. All right. right. Nicely done. All right. So first first off, this is the first Friday of the month. Right. So, you know, it's, it's kind of where, you know. Oh, wait. You feel that? A little theme music for you there. A little freaky Friday. <laughs> so, we're, you know, we want to shake things up a little bit. So uh, we're going to do different versions you know, from different tribute albums, and uh, you know, I might look—it look, might look like I have a guitar right now, but you know, there's <laughs> not going to be guitar sounds coming out of it. So, yes. uh, it should be a fun. Just yeah. okay. the radio real close. You yeah. can see that. <laughs> okay, the, the first song we're going to do is usually the song Kiss does last, but we're going to do it first. And here we go. Everything you've got Keep on dancing And the room gets hot 
came out in November. I'm going to do one from that. Jerry singing.
song I put it in my eyes like Gene and cried <laughs> been carrying this in my pocket since 2 o'clock <laughs> oh, I've got to get, get loose in your pants <laughs> <laughs> oh, alright so this next song features my daughter Gianna and uh, there's this really cool um, Kiss tribute album called Kiss and Make Up it's all female artists and this is uh, sure enough something. Um, right. What? No, G minor. Oh, sorry. Yeah. The, the other sorry about that. <laughs> Second choice. <coughs> Good thing, huh? <laughs> Piano. Sorry, I'm never satisfied Cause 
just the same I've been a camera but I'm nobody's fool And I sure know something, sure know something You showed me things they never taught me in school And I sure know something, sure know something No one can make me feel the way that you do And I sure know something, sure know something No one can make me feel the way that you do And I sure Tell me till I hear it from you No one can make me feel the way that you do Next special guest. Yeah. Here, get, get over here. Over there. Yeah. Let's see if I can pronounce an, an uh, last name right. Andrew Spamgatti. Scambatti. Scambatti. Now you're gonna make me follow that. I mean, she was great. Like, I'm gonna like, I'm gonna stink this place up now. I can't wait. I can't wait. <laughs> Do we have a stool? No, I mean, there's stools yeah. everywhere. When's the last time you sang? Rose? All right, the last time I sang this song, it was October of 2016. Now I knew it was gonna be my last show with the band. And uh, I don't think the band or anybody else knew, but for me it was it was my last time. I knew it was my last time, and uh, you know I, I did it on my terms. I, I really did. But this will be cool. This this is not my song. I mean we all know that. But this has always been my song, and uh, it's it, this is a really cool. So I'm, I'm really uh, really touched that you asked me to do this. Anything for you guys? All right. Starting out, Beth, I hear you calling, but I can't come home right now. Me and the boys are playing, and we just can't find a sound. Just a few more hours, and I'll be right home to you. I think I'll hear them calling. Oh, Beth, what can I do? Beth, what can I do? You say you feel so empty That a house just ain't a home I'm always somewhere else While you're always there alone Just a few more hours And I'll be right home to you I think I'll hear them calling Oh, Beth, what can I do? Beth, what can I do?
Cause I know you're lonely And I hope you'll be alright Cause me and the boys will be playing All night Maybe not all night, maybe till 5pm <laughs> uh, that was awesome. Wow. Thanks so much, guys. I really appreciate right, right. that. <laughs> Where'd that piano come from? There's no piano. There's no piano. Kiss. So it's. What's that? Oh. All right. So now we got our we got our, our little rocker. We rock things up a little bit. Wearing her end of the road world tour. Yeah. Yes. Woo! Official. Official. <laughs> And, yeah, not and, and, it's, and it's one-sided, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so now we're going to do... Strutter!
Marcy play the tambourine. <laughs> All right, so now we're going to close out with uh, something from Rock and Roll Over. That came out in November, right? That did. All right. Nice. Then we'll see you in your dreams. I think you're gonna like this band. They got the lights in their eyes and the look of champions. Real champions. All right, that was fantastic. Now look, I gotta say, first of all, young ladies, your voices sounded amazing. Yeah! 
What a talented group. The whole family coming in here jamming. And look, I said this to the, as soon as we were finished, we went to a little break. If you were in the studio, and I think I got it on video, but when Andrew says me and the boys are playing, he kind of gestures to everybody in here. I almost start crying. It was beautiful. It was like, because really, now look, I want to tell you, Kiss Room House Band, it's the spirit of Thanksgiving this time of the year. Everybody's thinking that. I can't thank you guys enough for coming yeah. in every time and doing it. And that was really amazing. An amazing set list. First of all, look, everybody's coming back from the Kiss Cruise. They think they're getting deep cuts. You're playing the deep cuts. Really, the deep cuts are in here. To have roll, unique styling night. on it, right? I mean, the, even Rock and Roll Night the in a different cut, way, right? But in a different way, right? <laughs> With the different vocals. What was that effect you put on your guitar that made strings? I have a... Um this, well, this guitar is it's called a Fender Fisherman Triple Play. And uh, they made it, and then it disappeared, and I'm glad I got it when I did. But anyway, um, so I got... It's wireless, <laughs> and I got it going into... Uh, me is uh, iPod Touch with a uh, sample... T IK Multimedia sample tank in there, and all, all, all different keyboard sounds. Just play yeah. something real quick. Very similar to uh, the technology used in Unmasked, right? They use guitar yeah. synths. Yeah. Right? <laughs> That's where we were able to pull off all those cool unmasked tunes. Look at that! Oh, I forgot. And, and Creatures like... of the Night, you used that too, right? Didn't you use yeah. the Creatures? Yeah. I forgot to, you, you bring your recorder. Because she came, you know, in school you gotta learn a recorder. So I said, um, Mia, play these four notes. <laughs> <laughs> So. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> well done. Well, tell you what, we're running up to, toward the top of the hour. We're going to, you know, kind of wrap this one up. Let's go right around. Everybody just say anything they got going on. I know, Jerry, you're always playing. Yes, uh, always playing. You can check me out at jerryleewatkins.com, <clears throat> Twitter, Jerry Lee Speaks, Facebook, uh, and all that great stuff. Love the Kiss Room. Keep the friend request coming. Thanks, Matt Porter, Fran Galante, for always putting the Kiss Room house band together. It's a tough chore, and he does it for no money. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, off to you, Chris. Well, once again, thank you so much for the opportunity, Matt, and everybody to come in here. And, and always, I think maybe nine times out of ten, I come in here, I meet a new friend, meet a new somebody who's just as talented and, and respects Kiss. And hey, I resemble that. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but thanks everybody for letting me play in the Playhouse again. I appreciate yeah, it. Great, thanks. great. Just want to say a great job, amazing bunch of guys. You know, girls, fantastic, yeah. I mean, beautiful, beautiful, sounded uh, amazing. I want to say for Thanksgiving, Kiss Room House Band, no turkeys today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! All right, that practicing must have worked. It must have. Let's not get too used to that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I think this is the first time in the Kiss Room two members got together. And actually practiced some of the songs. Jim and I actually got together and said, you know, we've never, we've never done this crap before. What are we going to do? And, and we actually FaceTimed Fran to get his, you know, yeah. All-American Fran stamp of approval. All-American Fran. Oh, I would just like to say thank you to everyone. It's really good to All right. I want to thank my two beautiful daughters. Um, they get their looks from mom and their talent from me. So... But uh, last time I was here was I think that next that weekend. Last time. Yeah. People. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we we're playing the uh, the launch is playing the uh, bonfire, and uh, you remember we talked about haters. Well, yeah, right. and it was funny because I you know I only sing like two or three songs the whole night, but during one of the songs I was singing, somebody shut the power off. Oh. Like, oh. There must be a hater. 
from you know one of the losing oh, bands. I don't oh, know. Oh man, but, terrible. But, I'd like to throw this out real quick. Yes. If the launch would like to come in and do a Christmas. Very good. I'll hear them, you guys. are more than welcome. I will let them know. Hopefully, we can make it. That'll be awesome. So, um, yeah. So the gigs have been going good, and uh, we're playing Dale. The first place I played with them was a little bar called Daly's in May. So we're playing there again in uh, November 23rd. If you want to come out. Other than that, uh, thanks, girls, for coming. Yeah. Sound, sounding sounded awesome. so great. All right. Uh, did you, Gianna, did you want to say anything? Thanks for having me. You're welcome. <laughs> Killer job. Fantastic. Steve, Steve hop up on the hey, mic. Steve. <laughs> Double drummers. <laughs> so, oh, Who? <laughs> oh, it's just him. <laughs> so, uh, hey, what's up, man? Always, always happy to be in the Kiss Room. Um, great to have Jerry here today, too. And I'm sorry, I didn't get your name. Andrew. 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 Yes, nice <laughs> to meet you, Andrew. Um, I came in here like a nutcase because <laughs> Row got closed in the way here, and I always come here late as it is. Um, again, a great time this, as More always here. in the Kiss Room, and it's <laughs> 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 oh. um, And uh, you know, uh, just uh, me and Jerry will be working together again on the 23rd at the Whit Payne Tavern. That's and, very nice. So, nice. And Bluebell, right around the corner um, from here. Yes, yeah, close yeah, by. Nice. So. And as always, uh, shout out to my beautiful family. And um, real quick, uh, we were, had some chit-chat about uh, the value of collectibles and right. stuff. So if anybody knows how much the, uh, you know, actually how much an original Kiss comic is worth, the original ones, from the, oh. you know, I don't know what exactly what year it was, but 77. I've got sure. one. Um, it's kept in plastic. The only thing, it's... It's in perfect condition, except right around the edges is turning a little bit yellow. But uh, that's because of the real Kiss blood. Yeah, but uh, you know, not <laughs> that I'm looking to sell it. It's just curious to know how much it would be worth. And uh, I also have some of the um, the original Kiss cards too. Yeah. But, but they're all over the place. People got those. But uh, I was just curious about the comic book. But anyway, rock on, everybody! Happy Thanksgiving. Andrew. It's so weird to say Happy Thanksgiving when we just celebrated Halloween right. yesterday. Yeah. I'm all right with that. Right. I'm all right with that. And, you know, I don't really, I don't, I don't have anything going on. I don't even know, I don't even know why I'm here. You know, they, they did, found me under a cabbage leaf. They're like, I guess you could come in today. No, 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 no. no. If you're, if you're listening to this live, come out tomorrow to the Cinema of the Arts to see the greatest show on earth on the big screen. All the details, log on to Facebook.com slash Greatest Show on Earth Kiss. You'll see the events right there. You can also stream the Greatest Show on Earth on Vimeo anytime you want for free. And uh, make sure you keep up on uh, that page. We're yeah. posting some new stuff every day. Make sure you tell them to crank it up there because I remember when uh, the Kiss, uh, what do you call it? There's videos. Kiss Aussies came out. Yeah. And uh, what's the Wonderland show yep, 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 yep. in the theater? And it's just sound was crap right I remember that and I'm like and I've seen a couple other shows in the theaters and I'm like they need to crank it up yeah. so what's nice about you know go on Vimeo watch crank it, it and crank it up at home well, what does it say? right what's before it, say? it starts right before it this starts. must be played this loud this film right. should be played loud <laughs> right. this film should be played loud so yeah just make sure they crank make it up make sure it's played loud okay well we, we can definitely we can definitely do that but yeah uh, check it out it'll be streaming anytime you want on, on Vimeo I know there was some confusion where people thought it was going to be aired on Facebook or a certain time but Vimeo is just like YouTube so you can log on there anytime you want and play it and uh, please don't download it don't distribute it stream it and let's all enjoy this for free and uh, let's send a message to the band that we want stuff like this that we can yeah, purchase from them absolutely 
I really appreciate you coming in here. I know you drove all the way from Cleveland. So it's like I think it's such a treat, and it's always great when you get to meet people in real life that yes. you have, you know that you talk to well, online. We've been to several of the yeah. same events for for years. We've talked online. So once I knew that this was going to happen, I knew that I was going to be sneaking through here. So I was like, I got to come in Fantastic. to the kiss room, and uh, and I really appreciate you having me talking about the greatest show on earth. And uh, this is uh, this is really cool. So uh, anytime you want to have me back, I'll drive. You're always invited. Right. You sounded awesome on Beth. Yeah, yeah, right. right. That's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. I travel on his way to uh, <laughs> yeah, sit in one of us. I'm doing a great job. Woo, <laughs> Bobby. All right, Matt. Thank you for letting me do two hours of <laughs> being the opening them. band <laughs> and, and for two hours of acting like a 14-year-old again every month. It's rocks. Well, look, I'm going to send out an invite. Obviously, it's the start of November. This is the November issue of the Kiss Room, so you can listen all month. But put this on your calendar, Saturday, December 7th. We will be at the Sherman Theater with a live 75. They're going to be, you know, with Judas Priest, that says the opening band, then it's live 75. But I will be in the lobby with the recorder, recording for a bonus Kiss Room. Come out to that, hang out, talk. We love just talking to Kiss fans. Nothing cooler than that. Maybe I'll try and, you know, have some more Kiss Room buttons, whatever. You know what we do? We just sit up right in the lobby. So if you're coming through, come to that. Come see us on Saturday, December seventh. I'm sure I'll only post that about a hundred times in the Kiss Room Facebook. Ninety nine. Ninety nine, maybe. And then remember, we're back here on Friday, the thirteenth of December. That'll be the last Kiss Room of the year two thousand nineteen. So it's on Friday thirteenth, but it will be close to the end of the year. So we're having all the most fun time. Everybody, look, I really appreciate you all coming in. It was fantastic. I want to send a shout out. Everybody, have a happy Thanksgiving. It is that time of the year. Everybody, have a good time. Enjoy. I'm glad you listened to the Kiss Room. Enjoy everything you're doing. Thanks again, everybody. This was a blast. I'll talk to you all at the Sherman Theater, December 7th, with a live 75. And I'll talk to you all online, and I'll talk to you all in the Kiss Room on Mako Radio, where music and minds meet. you are our fans, but don't you ever forget, we are your fans! We love you! Thank you for listening to The Kiss Room. Stay tuned to Montco Radio. last minute crazy things you want to say to conform with expectations no but i will say something to anybody out there that's you know the weird guy or the weird girl that always has the weird things that they do that their friends put them down for don't think it's so weird maybe someday somebody will let you give you the chance to make a living out of it you just stick to it you'd be weird